talking about symbols of the Holy Spirit that help us understand his work and what he does and how he works in our lives. We've talked about two. We've talked about, first of all, the, the second, we talked about the wind of God's Spirit. We talked about the Spirit being like a dove, the, the bird, the dove. And now we want to talk about uh, Jesus compares the Holy Spirit work in us and through us as rivers of water. Let me read from John 7, verses 37 and 30 through 39. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Jesus is describing the Holy Spirit as rivers of living water. It was at the Feast of the Tabernacles, and it was on the eighth day that Jesus spoke. Every day, the, the, the priest would come from the temple, and they would walk within a procession to the Pool of Siloam, and they would shout with joy, you will draw from the waters of salvation. And then they would pour out the water, and it was like it was a it was a testimony of God's power and a picture of God's blessings. But Jesus took it far further. He stood up and he said, "You see this water, but I want to tell you, you can have rivers of living water flowing out of you." His Spirit. He made an amazing promise there. You see, there are many promises in the Bible. Some are conditional, some are unconditional. This one must be claimed. I remember what one lady said, somebody said, what have you done with God's promises? She said, I've underlined them in my Bible. Well, that's nice to underline them in our Bibles, but underlining in our, in our Bibles doesn't really change anything in our lives. It's when we claim them, that promise is for me. That promise is something I can do, something I can believe, something I can stand on. Then it makes a difference. This promise is that if we allow the Holy Spirit to have his way, he can pour out of our lives things we never imagined. Jesus says, if you're, thirst, if you're thirsty, I will quench your thirst and give you water that can flow from you to others. Have you realized that your life is to be a channel? That's what he's talking about here. See, rivers flow in a channel. And sometimes they overflow that channel and reach out to touch other things. Well, Jesus wants us to be a channel, but he wants our channel to overflow into the lives of others. And water is such a precious commodity. Nobody can live without it. And so what Jesus is saying, if we become plural rivers, not just a river, but rivers of living water flow out of us by the Spirit, we will provide a commodity for people, salvation, forgiveness, and love, and grace that nothing or no one else has ever been able to do. Have you, have you recognized this promise in your life? I remember how the truth of this came home to me in a rather different way. I was traveling in Egypt, and some of us flew from Cairo down to the, what is called the Valley of the Kings. It's a flight of about 300 miles. And as we flew, we flew over most of the way over the Nile River. And the Nile River is the lifeline of Egypt. What was really interesting, wherever the Nile River flowed, on each side for a mile or two, there was greenery because they were irrigating from the Nile. But when you got past 
that mile or two from the river, there was nothing but desert. But wherever the river flowed, there was life. Wherever there was river flow, there was vegetation. And wherever God's river is allowed to flow, his Holy Spirit, he produces an amazing amount of things. Also, Jesus made some exciting conditions here. He says, if you're thirsty, if you have a desire to let me control your life by my spirit, then I will quench that thirst for you. But if you don't, see, there's something worse than having no, having, being thirsty, and that is having no thirst. Is there a desire in you? Dwight Moody, the great preacher of the past, said, for months I have been hungering and thirsting for power in my service for God. I had come to a state that I think I would have died if God had not given me his spirit in power. And that's what God wants us to do, to want to thirst after him, to thirst after his power and presence in such a way, and let him keep filling us and empowering us so that we can make a difference. You have to come and drink if you're going to have your thirst quenched. Not, not a religion, not a group of things you do, but your trust in Jesus, confessing your sins to him, allowing him to take full control of your life. Somebody again said to Dwight L. Moody, that he has a monopoly on the Holy Spirit. But Moody said, no, you've got it wrong. The monopoly has a spirit. Somebody else said, no, the monopoly is the Holy Spirit has a monopoly on Dwight Moody. So that's what matters. And we must drink. We must appropriate. We must believe. We must trust. That's what it means to have faith. And we also have to believe in him and keep on believing. You see, faith, faith is expecting God to do what he promised to do. And he promised if we would really thirst after him and invite him to come into our lives, he would do that. I remember years ago I attended a conference where Bill Bright of Campus Crusade for Christ spoke all week about the Holy Spirit. I was hungering. My wife and I had come to the conference with a great hunger in our hearts to find out more about the Holy Spirit and to allow him to fill and control our lives and use us in ministry. And that week, our lives were dramatically changed because we discovered for the first time in our lives the full understanding and the full uh, accommodation of the Holy Spirit in our lives and the first appropriation of him to the fullest in our lives. You see, rivers flow through a channel, and we're to be that channel for God. And we must be full before we can overflow. A river that's not full never overflows. There's an old song goes like this. Make me a channel of blessing, I pray. Make me a channel of blessing today. My life possessing, my service blessing. Make me a channel of blessing today. We, we need to be empty vessels when we confess our sins, but then we need to be filled vessels. And a ch channel never holds water. It's usually just a passageway for waters to go through. You see, its purpose is not to hold the water. Its purpose is to let the water flow so it can reach out. And our purpose is to let God's Holy Spirit flow through us to touch other people in a way that only he can. I pray that you'll have a great day and that today you will allow him to fill your life and bless and use you as only he can. God bless you.